political. This radio. And it's funny because we have a situation on our hands. Well, it's not political, it's radio, but um, the media. And <clears throat> her name is Krivenek. Sarah Krivenek, if I'm not mistaken, right? Yeah, Sarah Krivenek. And allegedly, she did over a year in the Russian prison system because her uh, she got into a fight with... Now, this is her story, or this is the media's story. Not really her story, but this is the media's story from what she's telling the media. Um, her, her boyfriend or her husband or whomever is really, really drunk and abusive, just abusing her left and right. And um, she took a knife and she sliced his nose up. Now... She got arrested and she did a year and a few months. <clears throat> and she's saying, well, it's just a, a scratch. And he abused me, so I was defending myself. Okay, he could, you could have been defending yourself. The problem is, you can't just say it's just a scratch when the guy went to the hospital and got three stitches in his nose. So that's obviously not a scratch. You kind of jacked him up pretty good. I mean, I don't know if he was abusive towards her or not. She could have been defending herself. 100% she could have been defending herself. I don't know. But what I do know is, a lot of the story, what happens afterwards, sounds a little bit bullshit to me. Okay? She's in a Russian prison, and she was set to be... Well, here's the thing. Apparently, in Russia... There's no, there's um, first-hand fights or first-instinct fights or the criminalized. I'm guessing if two people get into an argument, one person punches the other, you just get a slap on the wrist. It's been decriminalized in Russia, apparently. So, because she picked up a knife and stabbed him in the face, let's be honest, like he got three stitches. So, she went to jail. Unfortunately, if this is the truth, she went to jail. And he didn't freaking go to jail at all. He went and got three stitches in his face. Then showed up to court at the court date and tried to uh, convince the judge that it was all his fault and she was just defending herself and all that. And they didn't listen anyway. And they freaking locked her up for a little bit over a year. Um, now, the thing is, Apparently, her family wasn't able to get a hold of her or speak to her in, like, the longest time or hear her voice. But people, like the magazine, the website, people, apparently, somehow, were able to call her and get in touch with her while she's in a Russian prison. Can you believe that, folks? But what happened was, hold on a second, she got out on bail and was ordered not to leave Moscow, if I'm not mistaken. She went to United States Embassy and was about to get to the airport. And then the air, before she even made it through customs, they realized who she was and what she was trying to do. And they took her passport, then took her cell phone, and then sent her back to prison with no bail. So now all of a sudden she's getting out after about a year and a few months. But didn't freaking Brittany Gruberdu, her grand grand or however you pronounce her last name. The media keeps freaking changing her last name. Freaking the pronunciation every three months. So. WNBA star Brittany. Brittany Gurner. 
I believe it's a Griner, Gurner, Griner, whatever the case is. She just received nine years for like a gram of freaking bud. Not even a gram of bud, a gram of liquid weed. You know what I'm saying? She received nine years in prison. This lady was charged, self-defense or not, in Russia, she was charged with attacking her husband or her spouse or whomever with a knife in the face. And he went and got freaking three stitches and she only received a little bit over a year. But somehow this lady, people, people were able to actually get a hold of it. They called the uh, jail, apparently, People Magazine, apparently called the jail or is it People Magazine anymore or is it People the website? So People the website were able to call the jail and get a hold of her. And after she tried to flee the country of uh, Russia, then they only gave her a year. Now, here's the crazy part. Apparently, like, she was told that she was supposed to go home and they're going to have her flight for her and arrange a flight and this and that. And then they told her, yeah, we're not arranging any flight, so you'll be here as soon as you freaking, you know, whatever. How in the hell... Boom, boom. Boom, boom. Boom, boom. January 1st. Boom, boom. 2023. Boom, boom. Political This Radio. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. Political This Radio. Tune in January 1st at midnight. Once again, it's January 1st at midnight, 12 a.m. The moment that ball drops, Political Dish Radio is dropping a hell of a lot of knowledge and a hell of a Oh, wait, my sound effects aren't on? Sorry. Political Dish Radio will be dropping a hell of a lot of knowledge and a hell of a lot of episodes and a hell of a lot of recordings on January 1st. Tune in. It's Political Dish Radio block party, ladies and gentlemen. When? January 1st, 2023, 12 a.m. Oh, yeah, yeah, so... Oh, and listen to this. So, people asked her um, what's going on with Brittany Griner, right? Apparently, everybody wants to know. They're getting a hold of freaking... People Magazine got a hold of her through the Russian jail system to talk about Brittany Griner. Now they're talking about a conversation with Brittany Griner. She's like, oh, you mean the tall basketball player who got captured too? So both of them were captured or both of them freaking got arrested for some stupid shit. And apparently somebody, the girls in the cell told her. The girls in the cell told her. Here's the problem. Um, if I'm not mistaken, in Russian jails, aren't you isolated from everybody? Unless you're in like one big dorm or something like that, I can understand. But I'm pretty sure you're isolated. And if you're at a freaking penal colony, you're definitely not freaking talking to People magazine. Come on. Oh, and, and you're going to love this, folks. And she's managed, she managed to convince a guard, 
to let her use the phone to call her lawyer so she can actually put a freaking um, money, so her lawyer can actually put money into her account. And the guard was like, mm, okay, here you go. You can use the phone and allowed her to make that phone call. And she called the United States Embassy because apparently she had the phone number at the top of her fucking head. Apparently she knew the United States Embassy's phone number right then and there. Or maybe she had it written down. Did she have it written down as United States Embassy? Did she have it written down as her lawyer's phone number? How was it written down? I would like to know because these Russian prisons, if they're pretty harsh and the penal colonies are harsh and the prisons are harsh, this lady seems to be like in county jail or something. She managed to convince the guard to let her use the phone in Russia. Hmm. Something seems a little odd about that right there. So, let's move on, folks. And it's it's crazy, because like I said, and her harsh prison sentence, and she was like, oh, and the girl said, oh, according to her, according to Sarah Krivenet, she was talking to the girls, and the girls uh, told her, quote, unquote, it was just a scratch. He got three stitches, and you got a year and three months. And in court, he told the uh, judge or whomever, I don't know if they have judges or magistrates or whatever it is in uh, Russia, told them, oh, it wasn't, it, wa it wasn't her fault, it was my fault, and I was attacking her, and they didn't listen. I can understand about that. Human rights activists, and this is coming from People Magazine, apparently, human rights activists managed to establish contact Human rights activists in September are actually calling prisons and hey, you you got her there? Great. Can you can we uh talk to her? Yeah, we'll, we'll here. Somebody needs to talk to you. Get the fuck out of here. Holy shit. There's a lot of questionable shit about this situation. Especially the fact that she says, okay, when she was there, they realized, when she made the phone call, excuse me, they realized that when she called the United States Embassy, she wasn't calling her lawyer. And she told them where she was, and then the call got dropped. And th that's it. She didn't get in trouble. They didn't question her about it, because apparently this is idiocracy. Where you could just be like, oh, uh, hey, I was supposed to be on that line. I was supposed to get out. <coughs> oh, what are you doing, dumbass? Get on that line. You know what I'm saying? It's just, it, to me, she said, okay. She said the connection was really bad, right? The connection was really, really bad, she said, when she actually got through to the United States Embassy. And she said the call was eventually dropped when they realized that the, uh... You know, um, when they realized freaking what she was calling United States Embassy and not her lawyer. The problem is, I don't think the fucking call was dropped because you called the United States Embassy. If this really happened, I don't believe it. I believe a lot of this was embellished because if you called the United States Embassy, one, you only got five minutes, maybe ten minutes to begin with. Two, her next sentence is... Oh, it took me five minutes to convince the lady where I was at that I was actually in a Russian prison. It took you five minutes to convince her that you're in a Russian prison. And it 
that means, in saying that, that means it took the Russian prison five minutes to realize that you called somebody to tell them exactly what your location is. Do you understand how fucking screwy this entire story is, folks? I don't buy this story. She could be in a Russian prison. I don't know. Or a Russian jail. I don't know. Well, a Russian prison, because she got over a year. Or maybe you get sent right to prison in Russia. I don't know how that works, but... I don't believe... Uh, she could be over and uh, detained and all that shit, but... I, I don't buy this freaking story... About what's going on, and... Human rights activists are calling for the jail, and the, the, and People Magazine, People Magazine are interviewing her in jail, and she, in Russian prison, and and then she managed, she manages to convince the freaking the dumbass freaking um, prison guard to let her use the phone so she can call her lawyer, but she calls the United States Embassy, and it takes her five minutes to convince the lady of the United States Embassy who does apparently does not have any caller ID whatsoever and any way of uh, at a United States Embassy figuring out who's trying to get a hold of her but it took her five minutes anyway to fucking convince her and it took a, the freaking Russian prison guards five minutes of listening to the conversation of telling her the person repeatedly on the other line that I am in a Russian prison here I am blah ba doop ba doop ba doo but the Russian guards didn't catch on until five minutes into the conversation. <sighs> I'm sorry. <laughs> There's a lot of bullshit in this fucking story. There is a lot of bullshit in this story. So, yeah, and this is, like I said, once again, she was arrested um, in December, actually, of last year. December 15th of last year, she was arrested uh, because she tried to leave the country after they told her, you're not allowed to even leave the capital, which is Moscow, so why would you even leave the country? And she tried to board a flight and go to Nebraska, I believe, or Kansas, or somewhere in the middle of the United States. So, and they caught her at the freaking, um, the airport trying to leave with an American diplomat. The problem is, even if you you could be with the President of the United States, if they said you're not leaving Moscow, you're not fucking leaving Moscow. Your granddaddy could have been there. You're not leaving Moscow, let alone the entire fucking country. So they put her on, um, back in jail, and they just denied her bail this time. And you're staying in jail, and that's where you are, and you're only, you're getting a year. Apparently, Russia loves violence. They don't like weed, but they love violence. Because a year after trying to flee the country. Okay, well, here's the thing, folks. That really irks me, too. Apparently... They took her, uh, electronic tickets were paid for, apparently by the United States Embassy, right? So then they go ahead and take her freaking, uh, passport away from her and her phone, and then they arrest her for trying to leave the country. The United States Department official, a United States Department official, tells People Magazine that Russia 
didn't even realize that she was out on bail or that she had written a uh, statement saying that she wasn't going to leave the country. So why the fuck did they detain her and send her back to jail? To see, you got what I'm saying? This whole fucking story sounds so convoluted and so freaking just bleh and so bullshit. Like I said, she could be in jail. She could, 100%. Um, do all these stories that is coming out of this lady, uh, well, out of the media about this lady, Sarah Krivenek, do these stories freaking add up? They don't add up to me. Now she's getting released, but they're not going to pay for her uh, ticket. Um, What happened to the United States Embassy? Didn't they fucking pay for her ticket when they were trying to get her to escape the country, which she actually was not allowed to leave the capital, let alone the country? They paid for her ticket the first time, didn't they? What happened to the United States Embassy? All of a sudden, like, the United States Embassy's like, yeah, we don't need you anymore. We're not going to help you. A lot of the story sounds like utter bullshit. Stay tuned, ladies and gentlemen. There is another story coming up about Mark Fogel. Now, this story, this story actually sounds legit. When I was researching it, freaking, you know, doing all my things, this story actually sounds legit. The Mark Fogel situation. The Sarah Krivenek situation... I don't know if this is true or not. If it is true, most of this shit that they're freaking trying to put out there is complete and utter bullshit and fabricated and gassed up. I highly doubt People Magazine. If People Magazine were able to freaking get in touch with this lady at a Russian prison, to just call the prison, hey, what's going on? Uh, we want to get in touch with this lady. Yep, nope, not a celebrity. Nope, nobody even knows she's there. Nope. The parents, the family's worried about her, but, you know, she hasn't talked to them in a while. Well, yeah, yeah, put her on. Okay, cool. Hey, what's going on? Yeah, all right. Hey, somebody wants to talk to you. Hold on. I don't buy it. I don't buy it. Sorry. And I feel bad if this is really a true story and this is a real lady, which apparently she is. She's actually on YouTube, folks. She has a few videos on YouTube, like three or four, possibly three. So she is a real lady, apparently. I mean, obviously, she's not going to be, like, made up in a robot, I mean, but she is a real lady, apparently. The situation, is she in prison? I don't know, once again. She could be, but I don't buy anything else that happened after she got detained in prison. I don't buy anything else. I do not believe, like, there's a lot of freaking, most of this story is fucking questionable. Political this radio, ladies and gentlemen. Stay tuned. We got the Mark Fogel situation coming up next. Come on over, ladies and gentlemen. January 1st, 2023. That's right. Political This Radio Block Party. January 21st, 2023. Be there. At midnight. 